with a special guest, Chief Ken Bouvier. You did that good. I tried. I tried my best. So for, <laughs> for many of those who may not know the name, if you've seen Nightwatch, the gentleman on the show, Chief that's riding the rigs, and I'm not going to catch phrases. I tried to, nah, tried to come up with something good. It was good. It was a great way to end my EMS career. That's awesome. I was supposed to just be in charge of the crews and okay. their scheduling of interviews and make sure we had the right people on the trucks that had personality, but were also good, right. smart paramedics. And uh, the way I got on the show was I accidentally stumbled across a call, started barking out some orders, and <laughs> the next thing you know, the producer wanted me to be on the show. So that's how I got on to the that's show. Awesome. And uh, what a great way to end a career because now people that you just unexpectedly run up to you at airports and grocery right, right. stores and they recognize you from the show. But we're not movie stars. <laughs> we're paramedics. And uh, when, when a camera's following you, you got to be a good paramedic. So I want to... I wanna, consider oh, yeah. myself to be a good that's paramedic. awesome that's awesome so chief with this expo uh we recorded yesterday today um i know you taught a couple classes sure what do you what do you think i mean for me this is only my second year here yeah i understand you've been here a little yeah. bit yeah you know. well this is a great show it's well organized uh they have great exhibit hall with the latest greatest technology and products if you're a buyer of an ambulance service or a fire department you can come in and see it all under one roof and uh, the education is very very good they have a great lineup of local speakers and a lineup of international and national speakers and uh, everybody seems to really be learning you know you can look in a room and when you see people paying attention not on their cell phones. You know that the speakers are holding their attention. And exactly. uh, I've been around in and out of classes, and uh, nobody's on their phone hardly. So we're doing yeah. pretty good job. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, what'd you talk about this 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 uh, this convention? So yesterday I talked about household hazardous materials. How mostly children and the elderly become poisoned by taking something under the kitchen sink and accidentally either using it or ingesting it or inhaling it. And then today, already this morning, I talked about injuries caused by seatbelts. It's very important that you wear your seatbelt, but we want people to know, even with your seatbelt on in a high-impact crash, you could still be injured. Well, we mentioned it yesterday because we went, you know, we went to the book. These guys are breaking my chops a little bit about teaching, again, me just being a younger guy in the fire service. But reading the bio about the, the kitchen sink class, I mean, as one thing, so Mike's a fireman on a farm. Well, we're all firemen. Matt, gentleman talking to, uh, to Mike, is a career EMT in, the, in our area. And uh, one thing we were talking about was good about this conference that you could jump into any class, and it's good cross-discipline. So, like, for me, when I was reading that bio, I was like, firemen should kind of learn this a little bit. Yes, we always jump sure. into everything where the hazmat people yeah. and we get crazy things, but the little things that... Well, you know, in our business, we don't know what's on the other end of the 911 call. We don't know right. if we're going to go get a, a cat out of the tree, which we still do. <laughs> yeah. We might not be proud of that, but <laughs> we still got we still got to do it because we're all about customer right, service. Right. But in the EMS uh, end of this job, it's all about the patient. Patient right. is number one. Right. And uh, we, we make sure that we learn in the classroom environment so that way we can be the best we can be when right. we get called to uh, go in the community and render care. 100%. It was interesting, too. Um, I, I, I apologize. I didn't get to make the, the, uh, the class this morning, but 
I'm not the most practicing or proficient EMT just because we don't, where I come from, we just do first responder runs. Sure. I think kind of similar to what you guys do where the fireman just show up in case yeah. the, 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 uh, the bus is a little late or something like that. So for me to like, I read the bio, I was like, I didn't even thought of that. You know, for us, we maybe run a crash or two a shift. Not so high speed, but still like, that's something that people should kind of think about. Yeah. Well, you know, I went full circle. I started when I was 18 years old as a volunteer fireman. I became a paid fireman at a chemical plant and then the fire chief where I served for 37 years. And at the same time that I was working at the chemical plant, nobody gets hurt. So I worked at New Orleans EMS part-time. I stayed there 26 part-time years. Then I became the full-time deputy chief of operation for seven years. So I had 33 years with the city, 37 years with the chemical plant. And uh, I retired in 2019, and I'm back volunteering at the fire That's department awesome. where I, I serve as the deputy fire chief of a combo fire department. And I'm busy all the time. I'm 65 years old, and I put lights and sirens back in my <laughs> brand-new truck, and I'm running to calls again, bunker gear, air pack, commanding fires, and I'm back into it again. I love it. This is, this is me. This is That's what amazing. I do. And uh, it's not about me. It's about what I can do to help people who can't help themselves. That's what it's all about. And it's one thing that's kind of cool being, you know, again, extremely humble and grateful that we were able to get you down with you just for these few minutes. But to speak to people that have been, you know, not four or five years on the job, but your life. Sure. Your life so January... January will be uh, 48 years that I, I've been in. I just bought a brand new uniform, and the girl put 25 years of stripes on. I said, you need to add some more stripes. You didn't get that right. She said, well, how long you been doing this? I said, 48 years. Wow. Yeah, so. That's amazing. It's been a wonderful ride. You know, it's to help my community. I, I, I'm in New Orleans, but I actually live across the river in a small town. To be able to help the people in your own community, and everybody recognizes you as... Uh, you know, a person that has given something back to the yeah. community. You know, we say we're not heroes, but people look at us as heroes, especially when we do something good. But what medics and firemen have to understand, as fast as you earn those privileges of being considered a hero, one silly, stupid mistake, a bad decision can ruin you and ruin your department. So always think smart, train like you, going to respond and respond like you train you uh you should make it through it safe and the people in your community are going to respect you and i I believe you know because one thing in our region you know i mean i don't know about your volunteer it's awesome but here we we, there's been a clash sometimes between career and volunteer so i i wholeheartedly agree it doesn't matter if you're career volunteer you can be the you know there are people that i've met and that we've all probably spoke to that are uh, volunteers their whole life and you never know because they're just so professional so sure. trained on point sure. and you're like this is, this is cross balance you gotta sure. be on point all the time you gotta play the part that you choose to to uh, uh, take of, on you know yeah if you're gonna be a volunteer fireman it doesn't mean you can look like a slouch I mean you still gotta <laughs> wear your uniform yeah and you gotta wear your uniform properly and do everything the paid guy right. would do right. and uh, that shows pride and you know it does and everything I had a guy working for me one time. I told him that he needed to shine his shoes. The next day, he comes in with a brand new pair of boots. And I said, why didn't you just shine your shoes? He says, I don't know how. I said, we trust you saving lives, but you don't know how to shine shoes? I said, I guess next month's in-service is going to be shining shoes, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So before we uh, lose you, my one question for you. As you've been in the service for so long, 
what is one piece of advice you could give to any rookie or person wanting to go into EMS or fire emergency services? Yeah, well, it's a great profession. You're not going to get rich doing it. You're probably going to have to work more than one job. But the rewarding feeling is when you take a person who's sick or injured and you know that the knowledge that you have, the medicine you gave, the intubation tube that you put into the mouth and into the airway, help them have a second chance at life and to walk out of a hospital when you thought they were maybe going to die. It's the greatest feeling in the world. It's the greatest reward in the world is to see somebody critically injured or gravely ill and knowing that your intervention saved their life. Yeah, well, it's amazing. Oh. True. Powerful. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Really my pleasure. You so my much. pleasure. Thank, awesome. you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Thanks.